0: audio on this time what's happening everybody welcome back to episode 131 of cali brick click we you know we got the usual spe- suspects like i'm tripping over my words already it's a normal intro but we got shy we got claire and this week we have the artisan known as ethan hello <laughs> first on that one that was good either way we have ethan this week thank you for coming on dude like the first time i noticed ethan wasn't on lego masters actually I was looking for a video on youtube so this was like two mm-hmm. years ago like right after he changed his name oh that's how that's how far back i go Wow. because i was doing something with uh um call? like how like you you were defined what a lego purist was oh yeah so I I, it. That was- yeah so i i did a video with like how much of a Lego purist are you? And I I think I referenced you in the video because I think I typed it in just to see if anyone else like brought up this topic. We didn't really cover the same thing, but almost did. So that's how I discovered you. And then this is like during a time where you like, you know, TikTok, short form content, Lego Masters, you just like kind of blew up in a second. We'll we'll get into all that. But before all of this, in your own words, who are you? So I,
1: I love Lego a lot and i love to build uh so much that i would say that i was born with a lego in my hand and some people you know make up stories where it was a brick separated, and i got out you know just <laughs> tried to get out of there a little too early where that's why i'm all crazy in my videos but um but to get all serious uh my name's ethan ethan the artisan on youtube tiktok and instagram and um i like i said earlier i love lego and i love building lego and i love sharing that my Lego art through, you know, my short form videos, um, I, I, I like to say, you know, I'm known for, you know, saying buttload in my videos and also getting distracted from time to time. Uh, but and also I, I love learning. Uh, like when I grew up, uh, like I play guitar, piano, and also I know some card magic and I also know ring magnet magic, you know, goes through. <laughs> That's something I learned through TikTok a couple of weeks ago. Um, <laughs> but I, I grew up, I played baseball for a while, and I also grew up with two older brothers. I'm pretty close with my family as well, and uh, they were big into Lego. And I kind of just hopped right in with them. You know, they collected the sets. I would tear, you know, take their sets and tear them apart and create something new. And then eventually, I got them out of Lego and eventually inherited all their Lego. And uh, you know, here I am today. You know,
0: so did you ever get into a dark age then?
1: So I never been in a dark age that's like my biggest lego flex i've never been in a dark age so that's really cool
0: that's crazy how that's a flex
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah Yeah, i feel like
1: so many people that i that i know went through a dark age and i i'm only 20 but it's crazy how (laughs) oh where you she she did not you never went in a dark age that's really cool that's
2: no it's like it's rare but I would just like slow down. Like I got busy, you know, like college and graduate school and like traveling and stuff like that and like work. But like, I would always like have a heartbeat on like what was going on and buy a Mm -hmm. set every now and then, you know, the convenience of like Lego being accessible at Target. And I think it makes it, it makes it hard to like ignore it because where it's located, right. It's like, You could basically walk between clothes to, like, homewares and groceries, and you always have to pass by the (laughs) toy section. And usually there's an end cap, and the end cap pulls you in. And they've been doing that design, you know, for, Mm -hmm. what, 20 years now?
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Unless they have their own aisle. mm -hmm. Yeah, for three aisles now. Yeah,
2: and there's a reason. It's, like, near the diapers. So when, like, parents go and, like, they buy diapers and, like, things for their children – they also buy toys. There's a reason like Toys R Us used to be like one of the best number one like wow, diaper uh, yeah. sellers. I remember my parents told me they used to always get diapers at Toys R Us. They were the best deal. But then in mm-hmm. doing so, I think like parents pick up other stuff along the way. So that kind of marketing got me hooked and made sure I didn't get out of my dark age.
0: I mean, speaking of Toys R Us, Baby R Us, I mean, thankfully, are they still around? Not in my area.
2: No, yeah, I don't no, no. What so. are you talking
0: about? Okay. I, I don't know. Cause I, cause, Toys R Us was like at, at the end of its shelf life. <laughs> it was something that I did visit every now and then. And then you venture into Lego, like Lego, the toy aisle. This mm-hmm. is my own like entry back into Lego. But mm-hmm. either way, I, I digress. Um, when did you decide to actually share your Lego passion like online? So one of my childhood best friends,
1: uh, I was at his house and he he had a brain tumor. And, you know, he, so he spent a lot of times uh, on the inside, you know, just playing video games and uh, Lego. He's, he's good now. Uh, But one of these times, uh, he showed me a YouTube video. Uh, This was during the clone base era. uh, I like to call it during 2014. He showed me this this LEGO Star Wars clone base, and that was my first time kind of discovering the LEGO community. And I was like, whoa, I didn't know this was out. I didn't know other people did this besides my friends. So in that moment, I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. Uh, I want to Somehow build more Lego and create videos uh, about that. So the next, you know, couple years, I watched just as much Lego YouTube as I could, and of course, I watched you know all the Clone Wars episodes again because I was like, I gotta build some Clone bases, you know, because they' there's you know Clone bases are they're simple. Of course, like, I my goal was to get as many two by four bricks as I could to build you know, of course, these these Clone bases. Fast forward to 2016, I finally create my YouTube channel, uh, then TikTok. Uh, comes around. This was like the end of 2019 and w- the funny thing is my brother, one of my middle brother, he he does a lot of cosplay and he, you know, he made like he has this Halo armor that he he made the main character from Halo Reach. Uh and he we went to a Halo a Halo convention uh right before COVID and he came in second. He made a TikTok and his first video got over a million views and I was like, "Whoa, that's the craziest thing." So, of course, the the next day I was like, okay, let's, let's make a video similar to his, but just make it a Lego version. So I, I made a video and I was like, I was like, I knew it would do well. And I posted it and I got like 30 views and I was like, okay, we'll try it again. So I made another video and it didn't do well. So at that time I was like, okay, let's, let's not focus on the, the views. Let's not do the numbers. And I just started making content for fun. Uh, it was during COVID and you know, I was like, what else am I going to do? It's fun to, I like the, the style of making short form content as well, because making a long form video that takes a lot of a lot of work uh with when you know compared to a tiktok video it's much shorter and mostly during that time it was just uh, lip reading a sound (laughs) so after a little bit of doing that um there's a trend where using a lego star wars character as your profile picture and that was a big trend like early 2020 so there was a viral trend on tiktok that was very lego related Uh, on top of that the lego tensegrity and it did very well on TikTok, uh and that was like my first ever viral content that i uh, i produced you know after a little bit of time i just started focusing more on the mock aspect of it um and kind of what i do today i started with a little castle that i built uh i was like i spent 10 minutes building something out of lego and i i made this little castle and that was what started it all you know did a singing chicken nugget and after a few other builds, I was like, I really like this, and they're they seem to be performing well as at the time. Uh, and then I guess it's really what I have become today, of you know, known as the Lego Mock Guy, which is a really cool title. That's cool. Whoops, Uh-oh. <laughs> got look at this. <laughs> it got to where I make more than I have a whole singing chicken nugget family now, so okay. that's really cool.
0: <laughs> and then Lego Masters,
1: yes, so after posting on TikTok for a good year, maybe year and a half. Uh, I was approached from one of the casting producers for Lego Masters. And this was the craziest thing. They actually they actually did reach out the previous two years. I just, I don't think at the time I was old enough. Uh, but this time they reached out to Dom and Dom reached out to me. And uh, he was like, hey, you want to do Lego Masters? And I was like, sure. Let's, let's see what happens. So then, you know, they had a few Lego challenges and you know, a couple months of preparations. I, I saw myself on Lego Masters, but with a little different twist, where we were brought in three episodes late, uh, which was the strangest thing. But one, the beautiful thing about like the Lego Masters, I, we call it a Lego Masters family, is like we went to Brickworld Chicago. You know, that was how many weeks? That was a week ago now, and yeah. there were about fifty Lego Master contestants at that convention, which is crazy, and that was worldwide you know i i only know the the contestants from my season and a few of the season 2 uh so it was really fun to you know meet and talk to uh all the all the lego masters there cuz it's like we feel like we know each other but we've never talked before it's like right. we we went through the same uh you know the same thing cuz not many people can say i was on lego masters and uh survived <laughs> uh so it's really fun to talk talk and compare compare seasons and challenges so it's like we we feel like we know each other, and that's why uh, it's just it was the coolest experience uh, at Brickworld Chicago just to talk with one another.
0: Yeah, that was definitely noticed with this one. I mean, obviously, like uh, was it like Brickworld's mission to get almost every single Lego Master to Brickworld? It definitely felt like it because like it, everybody was there i know the hype for the the convention was obviously a, a huge part of it you know and no matter where you went in every facet of the community like everyone was talking about it but as i noticed on instagram every couple days there's like a new showcase lego masters that it's going to attend and then when you i mean it was cool it was just like hey you know lego master but to see you guys all together there was definitely some sort of bond that you guys all had. Uh, obviously you guys went through something together it makes sense, but you know, that shared, you know, trial and tribulation that you have with the other seasons, cause it's somewhat similar. You guys go through the same process same kind of, you know, experience almost, but you know, to the, to the same extent, it, it's like we, you guys knew each other already mm-hmm. like, without even having to know each other, just like how we talk about here on like, so like on this platform, how, you know, we talk to fellow creators online. We get to know people in the chat. For a long time and it feels like you already know the person when you actually get to meet them but mm-hmm. it was fascinating to see like the lego masters just watching this from afar i mean technically from claire and i you weren't that far like your table sl- like section was like hands like high five hands reach so we can <laughs> see all of you you know like like intermingling but not only that you know the the class photo that you guys did in the stairwell and then the party God, that i got pushed out for some reason i don't know, think like, i was part of that <laughs> you know, don't you guys have like a like a uh, uh, lego masters oh or, okay yes yeah, 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 yeah. that was uh
1: like a little we had lunch
0: yeah <laughs> I, I just funny. remember I, I forgot who i was with but we were like looking for someone and then we just looked at the room we're like oh it looks like it's a party and they're like lego masters only and then i'm like <laughs> wow okay and i just left but no like it, i feel like the Lego masters themselves, you guys, you know, you're at this point, your own little like niche in the whole Lego sphere. Um, Before it used to be like, you know, TikTokers, Twitchers, YouTubers, you know, uh, Instagrammers. And and now within the past years, kind of like intermingled a lot, because especially with people jumping platforms and Mm -hmm. having, you know, like getting to know people. So like we would hang out with this little area of of the group and that area of the group. So you don't really see that as much now as you did like, a year ago
1: yes mm-hmm. you know what i mean
0: because i remember last year it was like the tiktokers over there and the instagram was over there mm-hmm. and then like youtubers <laughs> are over here and then like it you know by the end of the day like you're kind of like intermixed but like now i don't feel that as much and the lego masters i feel like you're your own group like obviously not like isolating for yourselves from everybody it's just like you have your own niche because you guys have all been through it mm-hmm. i don't know if you feel the same but it's just what i see i feel
1: like i'm in a different like there's the Lego Masters and then there's the content aspect the cuz co- I, I was known in the community before Lego Masters so I feel like mm-hmm. I'm I kind of just hop groups uh but definitely if you weren't really well known before Lego Masters and you were on Lego Masters I can see that being kind of like a group and hard to I guess get out of that the shadow of Lego Masters uh but I'm the type of person where I don't really stay in a group I kind of just hop <laughs>
0: Yeah, from- you were running around. Mm-hmm. And I definitely saw that. But that, that's that's interesting that you said that. Like, uh, I think who mentioned it? Who was our last Lego master? Oh yeah, Um cheesy. He 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 doesn't want to be like remembered as a, a Lego master. He wants to, uh, you know, he used it. Was, it was a part of his life. It's not his life, and he moved on. So I'm assuming. I I'm mean, that's, the same you know, way. Same way. Yeah. So oh, I mean, right. it's you're you're huge on like TikTok. Where are you at? I'm at 1.3 million on TikTok. And on YouTube. And on,
1: on YouTube, I'm I just hit 600k on my YouTube channel as well, which is it's, it's been crazy. Like my YouTube has been like the last four months have been really good. I've been consistent with it as well. And Instagram, where you at? I'm at oh, I think on Instagram, I'm at 73k,
0: dude. A lot of that. <laughs> That's pretty high numbers on all yes. three platforms, regardless of the fact. So, yeah, I don't think you need Lego Master or anything. I think it's just like a, you know, a little, oh, it's a brick to have on your brick bed. Yes. And that, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have that's to a good way to it. put it. I mean, that's what it is. Like, you know, like, which we can, we're probably going to get into in a second, but like, you know, Lego Masters, it was fun. But you don't need it with the you know platforms that you have. And uh, I knew you before Lego Masters. It, it was cool to see you on there, and it was like not really shocked because I feel like it was kind of hinted in little subtle ways. <laughs> but uh, you know, when you're on Dom, pretty much gave us like the lowdown of how your experience is on there. So we'll really like <laughs> go through that entire process. But you know, I'm happy that you are succeeding in like the short form realm because this is like the, like the bump that you have. But I, like you've done. Like your style has obviously changed significantly Like when you went to short form. Yes. I remember watching your videos before, you know, you're, you weren't polished yet. You're kind of like, you know, a little rough, but then you moved on to short form, really took TikTok, like, you know, you, you really jumped on it and figured out what worked. And then you, I feel like you brought it over like the way you talk, the way you, the way you speak, the, the, uh, the subjects that you use and how fast it is, it does translate to your actual long form videos, even though there are not that many of those.
1: Oh yes, a a good way to put it is I feel like every video you make, you learn one thing from it. And with long form video, like when you're making an eight minute video, it's harder to learn because you kind of learn from the comment section what you need to improve on. And when when it's a short form video, I feel like you you tend to make more of those videos. So it's easier to learn from those. Every video that I make, I try to improve one thing, whether it's maybe fast-paced, maybe kind of focused on sound, background sounds, or maybe just as simple as improving a hook. Um, I could tell you everything on how to make a video now, and in a year it will be a totally different answer because the algorithm's constantly changing. The biggest thing is you have to have a good hook. And more recently now, I kind of divided it into three sections. It's kind of you got to have a good hook and then divide it into three main points. Uh, like if you look at when a type of video that I do is like levels one through three, you know, you start from something incredibly simple to that is insane. That's, that's the goal. Uh, And that was, you know, just simple water to a waterfall. It's gotta be, it's gotta like level up. uh, And that's a a good way. And I think the same thing applies to long form video. It just, that's not my specialty. So it's one of those things where you got to, just learn every video you make. Find try to make one improvement. So you say it's not your specialty. Like why? I need to be consistent with it. That's that's okay. like I, I'm. It's not a priority right now.
0: Okay, that's that, that's fair. That's mm-hmm. fair because I always I, I tell people that do really well with short form that you have an advantage that most long form content creators don't have is just that you know how to be concise. You know how to be quick. You know how to keep people like hooked in every like 30 seconds. And I think, you know, that's a that's a strength that you should be utilizing. And I, I feel like I see that in your long form, you know, even though you only post like one video. I've done like two this year. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's not that many it's not that many. But you still you still do. And you know you, you know how to do it. But I mean you're you're comfortable where you're at. So do you think that's a challenge or a goal for you to focus on that?
1: So it definitely is. I'm gonna try to focus on doing what I'm like what i'm doing now with short form content you know two videos a week uh but if i find myself to have extra time i would definitely gonna put that extra time to making long form videos because i think having a long form video once a month would be like that's a goal of mine in the next year would be awesome to have
0: yeah i mean i I can see why not i mean you're doing it already like it's like you're in the same platform you're already winning it at youtube you got 600k it's a lot of people i wouldn't like just ignore that i mean even with your views you're like at 25k long form video and you only do it every like so often i mean you still do the what what is the 110 30 oh hour yeah hour. you so, still do that i remember you doing that in the very beginning and you you recently have a video that's mm-hmm, i built my
1: my cyberpunk mock that i it's actually over there i'll probably bring it i don't think i will bring it to another convention but that was a really fun model to build um that was actually one of the challenges during Lego Masters. like before Lego masters, one of the they had me build something through motion. And I was like, you know, two speeders during a uh, uh cyberpunk model. I think that will be really cool. And that was how I make a video. This is actually how I make all my videos uh, is I build the model, then take it apart, then rebuild it again for a video. I know most people kind of do filming while they build, but it's v- very difficult for me to do that. So I'd rather just build the model and take it apart. Then rebuild it to make the video I, that's i think makes for me it makes sense but saying it out loud it doesn't make sense but no no no,
0: no, no. <laughs> i actually called that out like when, when i watched your short like your your kind of mocky like short forms i'm like he had this built already and then he took it apart and then he told the story so mm-hmm. you just confirmed it so what what is your process as far as making short form i guess you could just start from that
1: so this is my, I'll, I'll kind of do an example. This is my my gingerbread man. Now, he's missing the legs, but
0: uh,
1: <laughs> uh, this is my gingerbread man from Shrek. And I built this during last December, you know, around Christmas time. And I, I funny story is my mom went in my room and uh, she was like, I want to build a gingerbread man. So I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll build one too. We, we can compare a gingerbread man. So she built her gingerbread and I, I built this. Uh, I started with the rubber band. Right there for the mouth. Yeah. I thought that was a, a fun idea,
0: yes.
1: and after I finished the model, I was like, okay, let's let's make a video about it. And I filmed the intro, and basically took it apart. You know, not not entirely. Just you know, it can come apart in sections like this. You know, like that. And I built the head, I built the body, built the legs. So it's with smaller models, it's easier. But when it's like larger models, like my my robot or like my cyberpunk mock that's a pretty decent size that's that can be very difficult to take apart and put back together those are the videos that take take quite a bit of time so uh it's just one of those things where if a model breaks because i've made a video about it it's i usually can rebuild it because i've already built it two or three times since you know by then if it breaks so that's i guess one of the the pros to doing that because I feel like my robot can – I could take all my pieces to that build apart and be able to rebuild it back because I've had to rebuild it so many times from traveling to conventions with it and it
0: breaking to making videos, multiple videos about it. Uh, question about going back into like kind of your process a little bit further back. You said you make two – shorts or reels or TikToks a week? So I try to make two short
1: form videos a week. That's just a goal that I've done to myself. I've kind of been slacking because I went to Brookworld, Chicago and life gets busy. But it's one of those things where I try to post as much as I can without getting burned out because that's my my fear is honestly getting burned out. And it's one of the like I, I love what I do. I love the video editing. I love the filming. I love the lego building aspect but my fear is getting burned out so i have to find a consistency that works with me and also performs well and i i think once or twice a week
0: is the works the best for me i think you put a lot of like effort in a short form you can definitely see the quality with each video that you post up um do you have like a list of like ideas that you write down or like do you prep these mocks like ahead of time like where just because i just thinking about it like you have if you're building something new every like video, you know for the yeah. most part, that's a lot. That mm-hmm. sense, yeah. And to film it, edit it, and you know post it up wherever you decide to post it, like do you do you prep yourself weeks down the line, or are you just like well, I'm just gonna make this today? It it's kind
1: of a mixture of both. My my notes are always full. I, like if I just looking at my notes in the last week, it's probably a good scroll because I'm always if I have an idea, I type it. You know. Uh, like, and what's funny is, you know, after a year of doing that, you just have so many different ideas. Like recently I built Lego rock, paper, scissors, and I built the scissors probably two years ago. I never got to finish, uh, rock and paper. And then I, like a month ago, I was like, you know what, let's, let's build, let's build paper and rock. And, uh, cause uh, you know, I'm developing a new style of video where it's like kind of, I call it the rule of three to where, I need to have three different builds for a video, which is a lot more work. Uh, it's mm-hmm. basically if it was a year ago, it would be three videos that I kind of combine into one. But I was working on that rock, paper, scissors video. It's like the idea was two years ago, but I'm just now finishing it now, which it's it's kind of funny to look at. And I'm always constantly having ideas. I, I, got, I just built more emojis because I've always wanted to build emojis. And I did three of them probably a month or two ago. I just built three more for a future video that I don't know when I'll get down to film it.
0: <laughs> and I think the emojis are really dope. I remember me showcasing them. snow buds, they're yeah, fun. A, yeah, they're <laughs> yeah, I really like them. They're so clean.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Got the the, the, mm-hmm. the. Yeah, that's funny. One.
2: Yeah, I like the flame one too.
1: Got the the skull. Yeah, uh, these are my yeah. three new ones, and then got the the laughing emoji. You know, that one's funny. <laughs> The, p- then,
0: the poop one's always the best one. Oh,
1: there it is. <laughs> there he is. I, lo- I love using tires. Uh like it's my favorite Lego part is using tires. And funny, this was the same mouth technique as my rock to my rock from my rock, paper, mm-hmm. scissors. So now my rock doesn't have a tire for his mouth. <laughs> now it's on poop. <laughs> the evolution of this Lego tire. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you ever think of like selling instructions
1: to those? For about two years, I was like, I'm gonna make I would love to make and sell instructions and put them on rebrickable and i have i even for my tensegrity like when i posted my tensegrity i had hundreds of people just message me hey where's the instructions to this where's the instructions to this and i i did make the instructions and i have them complete they're a little rough uh but i haven't uploaded them yet so hopefully that's another goal of mine in the next year create instructions because honestly this would be really fun to create instructions for
0: yeah, i mean those those emojis are like you could probably use those for a lot of things it looks like it feels like a brick or builds thing, ooh,
1: yeah, uh, almost what I want to do is whenever I get like thirty of them, put them on like a base plate and have them all and then maybe build a giant
2: phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would be cool if you could like um have them be like interactive in some way, you know, like i don't I don't know what it would be, but like you those. know how, in YouTube videos or even other things like people will have on the bottom like subscribe and like they'll do the click or whatever. It'd be neat if you could do something with it. I don't know what it is, but Um, Those Mm -hmm. are those are a lot of fun and they're really eye catching.
1: I know on TikTok, you can uh, take a picture of something and you can use it as an emoji for people to use. So Mm -hmm. it'd be really cool to Mm -hmm. take a picture of that and have it where instead of the actual crying emoji, use the Lego emoji.
2: Right. And so it's like very meta because it's gone full circle, you know, Mm -hmm. back to the emoji. But um, yeah, that's neat.
0: I don't know. Make instructions, man. Yeah, that's <laughs> well,
1: that's
2: on my list.
0: Those, you know, <laughs> I'll type that in my notes.
2: I but, do think like a lot of people say that by the way. They're like, "Oh, make instructions like the like it's so easy. You already you like make mocks, blah blah blah. But I do think it's like it's like a few steps. First of all, it takes a really long time and if like you make content and the prim- the majority of like your monetary income or whatever is from content, then it's like it's it's a big time suck away, I think, especially if you don't Um, design using like studio or something like that if you design just by building which sounds like that's what you do Uh, the other thing I also I think it's like once you're selling something the expectation for the mock to be of a certain strength or a certain because a lot of people like will buy mocks, mock instructions and they think they're gonna be like Lego sets and, and they're not, you know, they don't have like the rigor morale that Lego goes through. That's and I, most do. people think that though. Most people think they're gonna get a Lego set when they buy a mock. And especially if you're reaching audience sizes the way that Ethan is, I do feel like there's like a risk associated with it with like people being like, I'm disappointed with this quality, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So I, I, I think I think it's a little um, I think that it is a thoughtful thing that needs to be done, if that mm-hmm. makes sense.
1: Same thing with my tensegrity. Like, mm-hmm. I I was about to upload it, but I was like, you know how many comments I'm going to get for it's someone not building it right, so, and it just falls apart. Because that's one, it's very complicated. Like, yeah. the whole idea is, is complicated. I would have to totally redesign it for yeah. it to, for, I guess, people to be able to follow the
2: instructions. Well, yeah, it's about shifting weight and, mm-hmm. like, working with gravity, right? And so, like, it's not just, like, building a mock. Mm-hmm. Um, I get a lot of comments as well, like on my my videos, and people are like, "Oh my gosh, I want instructions! This would be so cool!" And it's like, if you blow on those things wrong, they fall mm-hmm. apart. You yeah, know, gravity
1: like... is different in your part of the
0: country. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, definitely. No, I remember. My, I remember getting my first Brickmania set. That was an eye opener to my mm-hmm. expectations for custom builds.
2: Mm-hmm. Same um, with my first mock too. Yeah, I think yeah, it was, was from like, Tommy C Bricks. I was like, "What is this? Why my. is this so?" delicate why yeah but
0: but but if you're trying to achieve certain shapes with pieces that are available i mean there's a reason why like lego sets turn out the way they look as much especially like you know non-ucs sets you know what i mean like why do they do this but then we don't realize one you know other factors like parts available uh Mm -hmm. you know Building building experience, you know, limitations to how much it's going to cost all come into play. But like when mm-hmm. people do mocks and they sell them, obviously those factors aren't there. Especially with you know what you can buy, like you know they can use whatever pieces they want. But then the other factors of you know structural integrity is like it, it's a it's a hit or miss trying to uh, you know obtain what you're trying to accomplish. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: either way, I still want to structure. So both y'all things. So I'm one of those people in the comments comment line like make instructions to these things because that'll be mm-hmm. cool. Even though in reality I probably won't buy them. <laughs> So mm-hmm.
1: well, this is some of that. I feel like an emoji gingerbread man. Maybe his arms do fall off sometimes, but I have to find a balance. <laughs> maybe I'll do like a redesign if I ever do an instruction. Maybe I'll let my mom build it first, <laughs> see if she can
0: do it. Yeah, that's a good way to test, right? I mean, mm-hmm. Claire had to test build Tommy's thing, give her opinion on it.
1: Mm-hmm. I use my mom for a lot of things like if I because my goal is to create like a video for everyone. And I know if I make a video and show it to my mom and she likes it, then I'm like, OK, this video should do well. Because, you know, you can't make a video for just a Lego fan. You have to find a way to make it where everyone can watch it and understand
0: it. So y- you, I'm bringing the, the emoji things up just because it leads to where I first saw them, which was on studbuds. <laughs> What's studbuds? So
1: Studbuds is a podcast that uh I I did from the last two and a half years and we talked about from Lego sets and we also had different segments where we talked about Moggy time, but here recently, a week ago, we decided to end that uh show. Uh, we're we're still friends in the end. Uh, I mean they're all my best friends. It just you know, times are changing. That was kind of a, a, a thing that we started when COVID, you know, that was like our COVID project. Um uh, but over time we were like you know what we're all going we're all heading in different directions uh and it might be time to you know pull the plug and and say no more stud but but it's one of those things where it just shows you that you have to evolve with the changes sometimes changes aren't a bad thing and you just have to accept it and move on uh and sometimes it's the best decision to to do um but it's one of those things where it's nothing bad happened where you know we're all friends in the end. Uh, and it's just you have to find a way to, I guess, evolve from it and do what's best for you know, us as a group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got to close the chapter. The, mm-hmm. next page. The, the next era of exactly. you know, it's all now we're focused on all our personal goals and a new era for you know Matt, Brad and Zane.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, uh, to name a few, we're, I remember all of us kind of starting around the same time. To Stubbuds, ours, and a few others. And like when we started this, I never thought it was going to be a forever thing. I'm just going to run with it as far as long as we can. And then, you know, we're probably going to move on. Like I never expected, you know, Stubbuds to live forever. I don't expect uh, a couple of brickheads to live forever. Like every podcast that's come on to the Lego space ends. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a Taylor Swift song.
2: (laughs) Every podcast ends. Like it's not just the Lego space. I feel like sure. Shy is trying to like soften the landing a lot for our listeners because um, Callie Bricklick is also coming to an end. And um, yeah, we decided also like pretty recently that um, it was just time to end on a high note, you know, like it was really cool at Brickworld Chicago. So many people were like, Oh my God, like love your podcast. So much fun. And then I would like, I think every single person I was like, it, I had, like said in person that it is ending and stuff because it it feel it felt disingenuous but it was really cool yeah. that like it is neat that like m- more people you know know who we are from our podcast than like our own channel and like that's like a lot of fun too and then I've been told that we're called like the Cali Brick Click Click or whatever that's that's <laughs> <unless laughs> like a misuse a of alliteration yeah. <laughs> for whoever's saying that but it's okay but I do you know I'll get on my like little soapbox and stuff but I think you know, Ethan, I'm going to like mirror what you said, you know, it's, it's just like time to move on. And it's a lot of it is, um, like I really, really pushed for it in a, in a gentle way to, to shy because I wanted, you know, like I, I just got married and I'm ready to move on to the next chapter of my life, you know, on that, on the personal end of things. And one of the best parts about Callie Bricklick is that we get to be vulnerable on here and we get, other creators to come on and like be vulnerable and tell a lot about themselves and a huge portion of our listeners are are other creators as well. And so we have this like fun space for it. But I, unfortunately, like as my life progresses, have chosen to like be a little bit less vulnerable, which is like my choice. And, um, you know, if you don't want to be, that's totally fine to whoever's out there. But um, I don't think I can do this podcast correctly if I'm holding personal information back. It's also like, you know, I don't know how you guys work, but with personal conversations, when I meet people in person, I do, I kind of do that too. I'm like, I share a little bit about myself and then they'll, they'll share a little bit about me. And so like, I don't, I don't even know how to function without being like that. So, so I asked Shy, who talked to Ninja and I was like, I think it's time, time to end it because, um, I'm just, I think, I think ready for it. So, and then Shy was like, "Yeah, I'm done editing. Thank
0: you." <laughs> I was about to say, "Yeah, for me, for me, it was a, it was a weight lift off my shoulders because I was stressing out and I was getting worse every week. So I, I again, inevitably thought this was going to end inevitably. Uh, I was in my mind going to push it myself by the end of the year, uh, just hoping to just make it through the end of the year. And it, just thinking about what I just said right there shows that it's time that I'm just like pushing." Myself yeah. to get through it, as opposed to like wanting to do it. And, and it, don't get me wrong, I love talking to every single person that comes on. Ethan, I'm yeah. happy that you're here. Like every every conversation is, I take something out from it. But there comes a point where, like, I'm like trying to time manage all of it. And mm-hmm. after you know have the conversation, which is the highlight, of the whole whole thing, then I have to go back and be like, oh, I have to edit. And it's not like for me personally, I could just upload it. But well, that's just not me to do. I I can't like once I evolve a style of whatever I do in a video, it just evolves. So I just, I just you don't add want a to yeah, I don't want to Yeah, I don't want to regress. I add a new parameter, I add a new rule. So if you look at the very first episodes, there was none of that. It was just like slap a beginning and an end Recording and it's up. <laughs> and then I started editing the way we talk. And then I started editing like what shouldn't be said on the the podcast. And then I started, you know, making these little small rules that. You know, it's not a lot, but when you start compiling all the Mm -hmm. all the parameters you set for yourself, it becomes this thing. And I've 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 said it multiple episodes that like every hour is six hours of editing, and my wife can attest to how long it takes me to do one episode. So, but in 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 reality, me, I find out that that much effort is worth the time to put it in there. But when Claire says it, like it's impacting your time with your family, it's impacting your own channel. It's like a light bulb that I'm like, yeah, you're right, you're not entirely wrong there. So mm-hmm. when she finally said it, I was like,
2: yeah, yeah like shy would would be like, oh, I spent you know like this many hours editing it. Ten minutes. No. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um. That's an eight th- ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ninja and I, you know, we like shy carries the weight of this podcast, you know, and sure. yeah. and you know he'd be like oh i spent this much time and like he's got two kids and i know his wife <laughs> and also like he wasn't uploading on his channel that much and it's like it at the at the end of it like to be totally frank there's there's not growth as well that's like There's no growth potential for a podcast in the Lego space, at least the way that we've done it and at least the way that like we've seen it being done. And obviously, like all of us can can be proven wrong. But I I do think that you can only kind of like sink so much time into something that's that's going not very far and i don't say that in like a disrespectful way to all of our like regular listeners i i mean that in the truest form of you know and everybody should do this everybody should spend their time as effectively as possible and then when you make a decision i think to like monetize something it changes things a little bit and it's like you should have it be functional does that make sense i feel like Mm -hmm. yeah um I feel like I, I probably could have said that better, but we've got a couple more episodes left. So maybe mm-hmm. I'll figure out. It's how to not save over them. yet,
0: technically. Not over but, yet. No. Yeah, yeah. But no but but in the end I think like what's what stealth has created, what we've created, you know, a couple of brickheads, uh Good Morning Brick World, you know, full of brick we could just keep naming name them all. You know, we've created these like little areas for people to like visit on a weekly basis to with whatever they're doing. And we've said it, or we've heard it so many times, or, you know, we look forward to, to the next episode or, and I want, I'm, I can't wait to listen to such and such as episode. And, and like, it's, it's great. Like that, that's what makes it to me. It made it very worth doing is getting that acknowledgement that the podcast exists. And it means something to people. I think that's where I get the motivation to continue doing Cali Bricklick every week is when I get that one or two DMs. Like, it's not even that many, but like, you get them, especially when you see it in person. Like, when I get in in person, like, I've met people outside of conventions who listen to the podcast. Oh, I think
2: we would have like stopped this over a year ago if it wasn't for those people. You know what I mean? Like, but anything in life, like, Ethan, I'm sure you guys like went a lot longer because you like the company of the people that you were oh, spending time yeah. mm-hmm. with, you know what I mean? And like mm-hmm. people that were in chat regularly and it's like, you get emotionally attached to these people which is like a good and bad thing however you look at it. And I think, yeah. yeah. And so anyway, it's been awesome but let's get back to Ethan because he's the interesting yeah. part, not us.
0: Yeah. <laughs> not really. <laughs> Without, yeah, that was a soft ending that Claire literally almost made us touch the ground but we're not there yet. But Ethan uh, Stub Buds I'm sad to see it go. And when I heard at Chicago that it was going to end, um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: it was uh, it kind of hurt a little bit. Just mm-hmm. because, like, mm-hmm. I, I, on a listener's perspective, just because I, I tune into Stellbuds every Tuesday, or if not Tuesday, live the next day. And mm-hmm. some of our friends who were at the convention ran upstairs to go listen to it, like as you know, like just just to hear Stellbuds And you know, you in the beginning during during the pandemic when a lot of these shows started, there wasn't that much going on. Like yes. in, the, in, in the Lego streaming space. Um, obviously, they had the regular small streams, but nothing like a consistent basis that kind of gravitated this so much weight. We all started something because we had time. So let's just do it. And then, you know, now that the world's running full, full, Take like, more like as it was before, we've all grown in ourselves with our own channels and we have different aspirations and limitations that we want to allow ourselves to be seen. And then also there are a lot of new shows that's popped out of nowhere. There's a lot of
2: new ones, which is exciting. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like, let's, let's give some, some listening time to, to those shows now. Mm-hmm. Not saying we take it, but I know we do. But yeah. I think, I think the other thing is, you know, I don't, I don't think any of us are replaceable. There will never be another stud buds. There will never be another Cali Brickley, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. there will never be a combination, the combination of like, you brad matt and zane like that won't exist again you know and mm-hmm. which is i mean maybe it will in some other form but like whatever you know no one ever knows mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but i think it is kind of, it's kind of cool i think these are like these moment in time where you kind of like wrap a bow in it and you're like that mm-hmm. was great that was like really fun and like on to the next thing also sans and i think I've, i might have mentioned this on before like for basically the last year a lot of the content that we've had here on cali Brooklyn has been like creators coming on and then being like, this is what I do. And then me and Chai, particularly me, has been like, you should do this instead. I like a, me as a smaller creator talking to a like bigger creator because I, like my husband, sit and we consume a lot of content and we also like observe. And I'm mostly just mirroring whatever he says because he's actually quite good at it. But he was like, you need to stop telling people what to do and then like do it yourself and like you just like seem like you're full of it and so part of me there's like something driving that which is like you know i kind of got to take my own advice a little bit i think and then yeah. and then shy wants to like steal all the tidbits that he's learned from all the creators and then apply to his own <laughs> videos at least yes
1: uh, his, his notes just <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: he's got like a not a burn book but like a Gold book or something, something that's like best advice from like every single YouTube, like a YouTuber, which would be kind of a neat thing.
1: It's one of those things like the amount of like people that you inspire. You know, we we don't know who, how many people that we inspire. All we see is like, oh, this video got, you know, so and so amount of views mm-hmm. where all it takes is like it, one person to, I guess, start their own podcast. And It's one of those things where it's impossible to, to tell if it's worthy inspiration until unless they DM you. Right. But I think this pod, the Cali Bricklick and Stud Buds, it could, you know, potentially inspire others to create their own podcast, which is a
0: cool thought. I don't
2: know mm-hmm.
1: if it's true, but it's a cool it's cool
0: to think about.
2: I'm going to tell I myself mean, that whatever. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it has. To
0: I be have confirmation because... from people that both our podcasts have.
2: Well, yeah, because, because Shy talks to everybody. And Ninja, <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, I just we're, talked to we're, we're,
0: We were technically inspired by Bricks and Bits, right? yeah this this in a way what it's in a way true. kind of has like, we want to do something audience. weekly
2: I never listened to it I never heard it I have no, no. um and
1: maybe, um, maybe not all of us. I
2: have no legal ties to that statement ninja <laughs> and,
1: then, and then stud Buds was inspired from Blik- brick blazes show and also for show kind of a mixture of the, uh-huh. the two. AWO
0: yeah there's yeah. the AWO so it, it's it's cool to see these like communities evolve and all these things like just coming about and it's a uh, you know, always end at a good note, right? Like, why why, why push it when it just becomes not fun anymore? And before it gets to that point, I think it's a good time to like start start putting the brakes up. And then it's just kind of sad, although it, it, like, it is sad when you kind of think about it because it's the end of a, a time. And, uh, like for me, I look forward to talking to people, like, that's like the reason why I'm in the Lego space. Like, I don't, although I do care about my, my channel's growth, but like, Chicago is a great example to why I'm here. Like it was a perfect example, Mm -hmm. like talking to everybody, like getting to hang with everybody, getting to like, not let anybody steal my stuff. That's over (laughs) the ground table. Yeah,
2: that like gives you life. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I don't don't have that in my other communities and I love my other communities, but the Lego one has a, a very special spark. And I'm truly here to like, talk to Claire, talk to Ethan, talk to Ninja. Like that's why I'm in the Lego community. Like, that is the common denominator. So I love collabing. Like, if there's an, an opportunity to work with one of our friends, sure. Obviously, I'm going to say, yes, to everybody who wants to do something. I kind of have to, like, vet <laughs> you out. But, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if there's an opportunity to, 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 to like, just do something with somebody, I'll, I'm more than happy to do it or I'll try to include you. Like, a lot of my older videos, like, I would – if I put someone up there, whether it's a big creator or a small creator, I'm going to shout them out and put their handle on there as quickly as possible so that way people can see them mm-hmm. uh, just because I want more people to be – acknowledge and you know learn from each other and just see that there's more interesting people out there doing this aside from the big 5 that are up there.
2: I totally um, have a different perspective than you but I'm so happy that is yours. <laughs> well I mean yeah
0: yeah we're not in the we're not in alignment
2: on our No clock. I used to think that. I definitely used to think that and then I think like um you know, you can have as a million friends and then you can spread yourself thin across a million friends. And and I think, like, at least for me, I find myself being, like, less of a friend to every single person if I spread myself too thin. And so I am kind of... And I think people go through phases, by the way, where they, like, kind of compress and expand and compress and expand throughout different phases of life. And it's, like, I feel like you're about to get into, like, an expanding phase. It feels, like, a little bit shy. And I feel like you're always expanding. And, like, you know, you have people in your life being, like chill or then and then you have to expand or you want to keep expanding you're like uh what's it called what what's that physics thing where the like ever expanding universe right or isn't like the the whatever <laughs> like I, right I, I, yeah you know, a lot of it physics yeah but uh huh. no no, no, but, no you're, yeah.
0: you're you're right you're right you are a hundred percent right mm-hmm. that that the expanding part hasn't stopped since i was young but for for me like i i love any form of community. And I've tried to find myself in as many as I can be at, like whether that be dance when I was younger, the military, obviously, when I was a Marine, um, the biker community when I got out, you know, like I longed for trying to be a part of community. And and maybe it stems from when I was younger, when I used to get jumped, you know, picked on as a kid, you know, like I I, I don't have a big, I mean, I do have a big family, but the, the family that I actually have is like really just very, it's just always my mom and I. So it was a very like, you know, very lonely type of, you know, feel. And like, when I, I get into a community with any of the ones I just mentioned as examples, it was a, it's a reason, like I, I yearn for it and I, I get life from it. And I think being alone, like dying alone would probably be my worst fear. Oh yeah. You know? Damn. So, you know, I'm not trying to like be a social butterfly. I just get life from like meeting new people, helping people out, like just, oh, uh, contributing to wherever i want to be at and cali bricklick was that i saw stub buds as that i see any any of the shows as that and anyone who has like a an aura of like warmth you know Mm -hmm. it, it, it it's cool to see so um anyways Ethan, sorry, I just kind of we Claire uh, and I just went like really far into our own selves, and I think for us too, but, it's been like really like wanting to we need to say mm-hmm. it somehow. And sorry, we wasted you for that.
1: Oh no, no, it's you're all good. But the the beautiful thing about the Lego community or people in general is everyone's different. You know, you got different perspectives, and it's just really fun and interesting to hear everyone's stories. Like at Chicago, you know, we we talked to hundreds, if not thousands, of people. It's just so fun to to hear everyone's story and. Just learn from their experiences and kind of put them into your own perspective. Mm-hmm. It's just, I love hearing that. That That is one thing about the community. There's
0: so many different types of people, but we all like this one thing. So it's so interesting that we all like this one thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. And and although like we all have like our own specific missions, whether that be just to be here, uh, make content, to explode the content, to be you know huge, uh, or to just be around, you know, like it's it's all welcomed. And again, like Chicago, this past one, I keep referring back to it, but it was a huge, huge example to like why a lot of people are here. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, it was a good representation of like every. Part of the LEGO community, whether that be online, the builders, yes, there was friction. I'm not okay, let me just put that out there. Yes, Brick Road Chicago was amazing. There were hiccups and there were some negative things that happened that I hope doesn't, you know, expand in the future or happens again. Um, not to say that you know, you don't bring like 10,000 people inside a room and nothing happens mm-hmm. and something's gonna happen. Um, but the most part, it was a very positive experience. What's an
1: adventure when there's no good, bad, and ugly, right? Exactly,
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but Ethan, you know, I, we appreciate you coming on. I've been, you know, a fan for a minute, um, not so much on the TikTok side because I rarely go on there, so it was cool to see your content kind of bring come back onto the mm-hmm. tube side. You yeah. know? And I, I, I'm not one, I, I mean, I hit on it a lot with like other content creators, like with the new meta, right? With the way that meta. Uh, YouTubers go uh, as mm-hmm. far as Lego, like the, you know, the TDs, the, the generics, like I'm, or you know I'm good. I'm good with them. I love what they do. I'm happy that they're doing what they do, but I can't watch it so much <laughs> just because it, it gives me a headache. Uh, mm-hmm. But like watching mm-hmm. your content, it's very consumable for me.
1: That's, that's so, good. That makes me happy to hear. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: you're, 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 I think you do your short form videos very, very, very well. And I, I hope to see you kind of translate that more into your longer form content. Cause I think you have like huge potential and, you know, like uh, before we push forward, do you have any like goals you want to share, things you want to plug, things you want to say before we turn?
1: So, you know, one thing that I've always thought, especially the last two years, is like how I dream. Like when I was younger, my dream was to be on social media, be a, a YouTuber, be a TikToker. Then at once I did that, my next dream was to be on Lego Masters. And after a little bit of time, I was on on Lego Masters. And then after Lego Masters, I wanted to do something with the lego group and that that happened and my my big thing is don't be afraid to to dream big uh because you know it's 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 a fun feeling but at the same time it you know with all my dreams coming like into reality it kind of has changed how i dream to where uh you know i, I was on lego masters is great but it's like now it's like i did that you know th- not necessarily i mean it's life-changing but it's like It's like not much. My life hasn't changed like too much. I mean, definitely. There's been things that have changed, but it's kind of changed how I dream where, you know, because my 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 dream is to wake up every day with with three things. We got like peace, purpose and to be able to provide. Those are my my three P's that if I wake up every day with those three P's, then I'm living the dream. So and I I can say I woke up today with with my three P's. So
0: that wasn't motivating, wasn't it? (laughs) uh okay dude well with that being said dude thank you for coming on being one, yes. of, our, one of the few guests that are left on the docket for real quick um shout out to stub buds you guys were you guys were great i'm sad to see you go i appreciate you but you guys are all gonna be fine Ready you're still friends show. oh yeah
1: and we're still so, here we're, yeah, we're, it's we're all right here to <laughs> hang
0: out and do things together like that's the thing we're all still here we're not going nowhere mm-hmm. exactly. um but with that being said ninja you want to finish it up Hey, man, roll that music. Peace. My kids are screaming in the background. Whoops. <laughs> that time's the witchy hour. Oh, man, thanks, dude.
1: Yeah, thank you. Uh, sorry if I was a
0: little not, especially at first, I was a little, I wasn't speaking the best, but it's it's <clears throat> fine. <laughs>